at least having some being able to drink without messing with the mic and then always hearing the the noise like, like we when were moving up and down yeah when you mess with the mic I don't think that was a mic that was something else no I'm pretty sure it was the mic because it was like every few seconds even when we were talking it was happening because first you started blaming it on me it was you. And then I was talking. Because you were drinking something, and every time you drank something, you would move the mic. I was mic. in the middle of talking, and it would be happening. I was drinking something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it was. It sounded almost like like, if you're tapping the computer. like, And we were scrolling through questions on that one, so I think it was you on the laptop. Yeah, I don't think it was. Okay. All right. Whatever. Are you ready? Let's do it. You have all the questions up? Mm-hmm, but you can't see them. <laughs> okay. Welcome, everybody, to the Tell Me Something podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host. Yes, I have my fist in the air like that, like I'm singing R&B. Uh. <laughs> Holly Nicole Villanueva. Hi. What's up, babes? Well, you know. Yeah. You're You're leading the way today again. Because it was so much fun last week answering all these questions. So you got more questions lined up yeah, that I we're going to answer. I text Shane and was like, hey, what kind of topics would you like on the podcast? And he was like, look at all this bourbon I've been drinking and completely ignored me. <laughs> <laughs> Shane and his bourbon. But um, Shane needs to do a podcast about bourbon. He was drinking the Angel's Envy. Bourbon and deadlifts. You're welcome, Shane. Yeah, that could be the name of your bike. <laughs> um, but yeah, they've already killed like half that bottle. Well, don't make them seem like they're alcoholics. I said them. It wasn't just him drinking it. <laughs> no. Okay. But I guess, I don't know. They got it yesterday, so they probably had some both nights. I don't know. But either way. Yeah, I mean, they said it was the really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah, so last week we did questions. What was the questions last week about? Uh, pretty. It, they were pretty just much just random, random questions. questions. They were like conversation starters. So and in the middle of that podcast. They had us thinking a little bit more. Yeah, those were I thought depth. they would. I don't think these are that in-depth. But oh. because at the toward the end you were like, you said we should do relationship questions. <laughs> I was um, only kidding, but. But we're doing them. And so I just pulled up some would you rathers or pick this and that. So it's going to give you two options and you have to choose. Um, some of them are like way out of left field. We're going to skip over those. I have them from multiple websites. Some of them are fun. Some of them are like deeper, I guess. But they're couple-ish. So if you listen to podcasts with your spouse, pause it and talk about your answers before you listen to our answers. It'll be a fun little treat. Or just don't listen to it because this could be a disaster. <laughs> so when there's no podcast next week and she's filing for divorce, no, y'all know why. These ones will be funny. So the first one on the first website is like dirty questions for couple. Hey. And some of them are just like way out of left field. But some of them are pretty funny. Like two of them. So I'm going to throw those in. Those are going to be wild card questions. But we will go ahead and get started. You're trying to turn this into the Howard Stern show. (laughs) Jesus. Um, We'll go ahead and get started with these funny questions just because, like, it's a light mood right now. But, all right. um, 
So this one says, would you rather be able to speak and understand every language in the entire world or be able to speak and understand animals? <laughs> um, I would rather be able to speak and understand every single language in the world. I feel like that would be a lot more useful than understanding animals. Because even if you understood animals, I still think they would not give a fuck and eat you up when they feel like it. I think I would choose the animals. Because there are so many languages in the world... But you're probably only ever going to go to two or three places. So you're going to know all these languages and you're only ever going to be able to use like two or three of them. I think not knowing the language is part of the limitation or what keeps people from going to certain spots. So if you were like, yeah, I can go anywhere and and understand what's happening. I can get around easy. Wouldn't it be badass to just be able to talk to animals though? I mean, it would. Haven't you ever seen Dr. Doolittle? Yeah, but eh, I'm talking about like in real life. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You'd be able to talk to them. They're still going to fuck you up. They didn't in Dr. Doolittle. Because he's they a vet. They were his friends. <laughs> they needed his help. Well, maybe I'll be able to help them. You're not a vet. I know vets. Yeah, but it, I know doctors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We disagree on the first one. I think. Garbage. I just think knowing every single language in the world is like a a waste of brain power. Maybe I, like 10 I, languages in the world. How would that be a waste of brain power? Because ne- it'd be like all this information that you could never use. You'd be the first. Uh, well, I don't know because I don't You'd be a translator. Imagine like hosting a treaty of 30 countries and you're the mediator because you understand all of them. That'd be such a pain in the dick though. Yeah, but you like have all the power. And if you don't like like what they're saying, you'd be like, oh, this fucker said this. All right, next. (laughs) All right. Um, Would you rather not shower for a month or not brush your teeth for a month? Uh, Come on. Those are bad. (laughs) Uh, Not brush my teeth for a month. Oh, that's gross. It is gross. They're both gross. (laughs) But I figure if you don't brush your teeth, you're still going to drink stuff and you're still going to eat stuff. So... The bad taste eventually goes away, covered up with something else, and you have water or whatever else that you're drinking that's sort of going to rinse out your mouth. I guess that's true. That's just gross either way, but I think I would as well pick the teeth thing. Um, but, oh, man, that was a bad one. I don't like that. Yeah. these. What, what are you thinking? I don't like that one. All right. Um Would you rather be able to see your own future or be able to see everyone else's future but not your own? Oh, man. I would not pick any of them. You have to. (sighs) My throat's making weird noises. Uh, Oh, so if I had to, other people's... I I don't know if you'd be able to... Did you hear that click? That was me. I hit the mic. Oh. I don't know if I'd be able to, like, live comfortably, well, not comfortably, but, like, live at peace or, like, be able to sleep at night if I knew my future. Because I'd be going crazy trying to alter it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would rather know my own than be able to see everyone else's. 
Yeah. Because you think about it like, like if you could see everybody else's, that's your kids, that's your parents, that's your friends. Well, yeah, I guess you're in the same boat either way. And so you're going to like, I would rather know what my own is than know what everybody else's is. Because at least if it's mine, I have some semblance of control over it. But everybody else's, you're kind of just lying in wait, waiting for the good and the bad things to happen. <laughs> but if you know everybody else's, you... Uh... But it says, you know everyone else's, but not your own. So if you're, I, I would imagine in this scenario... But it makes it so much easier to talk shit. If you're a part of their life, you wouldn't be able to see that because that would be knowing your own future. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then, like I was saying, you'd be in the same boat because if I knew, like, your guys' future, the kids' future, and if I didn't like it, I'd be going crazy trying to change it. Yeah, that's that's pretty factual. But you could also talk shit to people, and if they piss you off, be like, <laughs> joke's on you because you're fucked in three days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I would not invest a lot of money in their college. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. What do these ones say? These are impossible. <laughs> I went to a, I have three sites pulled up, so I'm like bouncing back and forth. But these ones are called Impossible Edition. So there's like some really weird stuff, but some fun ones. So this one says, would you rather be sticky for the rest of your life <laughs> or be itchy for the rest of your life? Oh man! <laughs> what the like fuck, all man? like my whole person or just a part of me? Your whole person sticky, cause you could still do stuff when you're sticky, but when you're itchy, you're just eventually you're just gonna scratch yourself raw. You wouldn't be able to sleep. I don't know. You could sleep while you're sticky. Be uncomfortable, though. Are you? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I'd probably do sticky, too. But that'd be... I don't like it. I can get sticky. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> this one's funny. Would you rather have the hiccups for the rest of your life? Or nope, I got the other one. Or always feel like you're about to sneeze but can't? <laughs> <laughs> These are so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I hate feeling like I have to sneeze, but I can't. I can't stand the hiccups either. Have you ever seen that episode of The Simpsons? <laughs> and <laughs> it's no. like the news report. He's like, and now we go to... Dave, the man with lifetime hiccups. <laughs> and he's like, please kill me. <laughs> but like, you know, when you're about to sneeze and you can't and your nose is burning, yes. like your eyes are watering. You don't want to live like that. No. I'd rather have the hiccups, I think. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd probably have to go with the hiccups. <laughs> man. I Yeah. I wouldn't live like that. All right. Who thinks of this shit, man? Like, <laughs> people who have nothing going people on. People are <laughs> sick. This is like a PG-13 jigsaw from Saw. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll go to some normal ones. 
Would you rather take a year-long vow of celibacy or a year-long vow of silence? Ooh, celibacy. Yeah? Yeah. Because you're going to want to talk to people. What if you just were silent for a year? I think I'd go crazy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd pick celibacy, too. I just want to see what you'd say about silence. Yeah. I talk too much. <laughs> you talk too much. Uh, Yeah. I don't think that one's a difficult one. I mean, what? Most people go 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years yeah, without but it. There's a difference in like never having it. And for those of you who don't know big words, celibacy means you're not going to have sex for a long time. Um, but if... There's a difference in, like, never having sex and then, like, having it frequently and then nothing. I don't know. You don't, I mean, I wouldn't want to be silent for a year. I would definitely pick the celibacy one. I'm just saying, I think there's a difference in, like, I, stopping something after you've started it and never doing it before. I've been a te- teenage boy, and uh, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> think most would agree all right um let's see i'm scrolling right now come on sorry you gotta challenge all right, me i know all right would you rather never be able to speak again or always have to say everything that's on your mind would I ra- never have to speak again? Never speak again or say every single thing that's on your mind. Never speak again. <laughs> because if I, like, if you had to say everything that was uh, on your mind, eventually you'll end up alone or you're going to get shot. Yeah, you're probably going to get dead. Yeah. So. Or you would learn to, like, just not think things. Which is impossible. Yeah, you could, um, yeah, you can't control, <laughs> control what you think. Cause, yeah, cause, uh, oh, well, those are lies. So I was thinking liar, liar, where he's just saying everything. <laughs> blue, blue. Uh, I've had better. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would, I just think if you had to say everything that is on your mind, you would probably ultimately end up with the second option of where you just wouldn't talk anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you would seclude yourself. You wouldn't be able to talk. Nobody would want to talk to you. Yeah, you would seclude yourself. So, you would have to say aloud everything you're thinking, but just no one would be around you. That's what I'm saying. You would end up alone or shot. Yeah. That's pretty factual. Um, all right. What are the, the questions like that we had last week? These are not those kind of questions. These are fun ones. Oh, I like the ones from last week. Well, these are the ones I picked, so. All right. Um, would you rather hold my hand for four hours straight every day or never hold hands again? <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a trap. <laughs> Uh, never hold hands again. Yeah, I would do the same. 
Holding hands for four hours straight would be That's ridiculous. A huge I hate those people. <laughs> I don't like them. If you hold your spouse's or significant other's hand for four hours straight, fuck you, man. That's just like... I just don't yeah. understand what you would be doing like, for four hours where you need to hold hands. Casually for four hours. You know, I'm not talking about like this person in the hospital and like what you're there by their side. That's not what I'm talking about. Just like you're sitting on the yeah. couch and holding hands for four hours. Yeah. <laughs> like four hours is a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like you went an entire day running errands and you haven't let go of, <laughs> of your other's hand. I have to get out on the same side of the like, car. What the fuck? Yeah, that that would be annoying. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, would you rather Instagram live all of our arguments, or never be able to use the internet again? Instagram live all of our arguments. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We would be fucking rich. We would be like the average Kardashians. Nah, that's a bad example. This is what I think. Like. If we were in the middle of, like, of an argument and you're like, hold on, we got to go Instagram live, yeah. our arguments would be so – we would realize how stupid our arguments are. Probably not because I see Jersey Shore. Yeah, but they were like getting paid to just do dumb shit like that. Eventually we would get paid. But I mean for us, if it was, like if we were just starting to argue about something and we are like, <laughs> hold on, we got to go live. <laughs> What's happening now? They're arguing about butter. <laughs> Fucking butter. <laughs> Oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> okay, yeah, that one uh, was. I mean, yeah, there'd be some stupid arguments, but there'd be some legit ones. Yeah. But there are just things that you and your spouse argue about that you probably don't want, like, out in the wild. Well, I don't think you want any of your arguments out there, but. Unless we're putting them on a podcast. <laughs> that was your fault. But if you can't use the internet ever again, like in this day and age, you need the internet. That means you have do to go, you need you have it to go or back. Do you want it? That means you have to go back to using an atlas when you take a road trip. Let's do it. You have to go. That'll be fun to each and every place. That'll be a fun adventure to pay. No, it wouldn't. To get. Like I remember a- those days, and they <laughs> fucking suck. They're not yeah, fun because you were a kid. No, I was not a kid. I was I think driving. That would be fun. No, it's not fun. <laughs> and uh, oh, what did I just say? I don't know, because I'm like tripping out about going CDs? on a road trip with the Atlas. CDs? You have to start. You can't even make a mixtape. You have to buy CDs again. Why can't you make a mixtape? Because that requires the internet. That does require the internet. You can't even lime wire that shit. See where I'm going with this? I mean, I would Instagram live our shit too. I'm not saying you're in the wrong. I just am saying like the internet isn't a necessity of life. It's a convenience of life. You're right. It's not a necessity. But to people, it seems like a necessity, but it's not. It's just a nicety. All right. We're going to wild card this because I think it's funny. All right. What does wild card mean? These are the two wild card questions. Oh, shit. All right. Would you rather never wear underwear again or never wear socks again? That's easy. Underwear. I can go without underwear. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like it. (laughs) I mean, 
But I mean, you would never be able to go without socks. Yeah, I need. I, need, I would choose I need socks. go without socks because I could just wear sandals. Even when it's cold, I could go without socks and wear sandals because I'm never going to be out in the cold for an extended period of time. You can't run in sandals. Yeah, but if I'm in a situation where I need to run, I, it doesn't matter what's on my feet. I'm going to fucking run. Yeah, but you're not going to get that far, especially if you're outdoors. Well, I can wear tennis shoes. with. The, I can wear my Toms with no socks. Mm. Or Vans. Or Sperry's. I think not wearing underwear would, uh, it would be uncomfortable at first, but you get used to it really fast. But what if you get chafy? And then you just, there's nothing, you can't, you can have no protection because you've already committed to none for the rest of your life. I can't use baby powder. (laughs) Oh man, I'm just going to say this because I thought it was funny. I was watching TikTok the other night Mm -hmm. and they'll frequently do these things like, tell me you're a parent without telling me you're a parent or tell me you have kids without telling me you have kids. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And then people like chime in and say something. And one was like, tell me you haven't had sex in a long time without telling me you haven't had sex with a long time. And this lady like smacked her knees together. But when she did it, she like squirted baby powder and it was like, it was like a cloud of dust. (laughs) (laughs) I was fucking dying. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it made me think of that when you said baby powder. <laughs> like, why is he dusting from his pants? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> Throw out a little laughter there. All right. Um, would you rather be happy and content but never achieve anything or never be satisfied with your life but achieve a lot of things? That's stupid. The whole point of achieving is to be happy and content. You can't just say the questions to me. <laughs> you're like, yeah, let's go with these questions. And then I'm asking them and you're like, no. <laughs> well, because, yeah, you achieve to be happy and content, right? That's what gives you purpose. But if you're just like, fuck, another million dollars. But I mean, bullshit. You could, you could be in a job you hate. And you could achieve a lot of things, but you would never be satisfied with the job you were doing because you didn't enjoy that job. Isn't that what we're doing now? Yes. <laughs> That's a joke. So I would rather be super happy and content with my life and never make big achievements than to make big achievements that I did not care about. That's what I'm saying. So I picked the first one. Do do achievements. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I didn't make that clear, I'm pick I'm picking the first one. Cause if you're happy and content, what does it matter to achieve whatever? Because I think even if you're happy and content with your life, you still want to achieve good, like great things. Then you wouldn't be content. That's false. Like I'm happy and content now, but I'm still going to school to try to achieve another degree. I'm not. If I don't get like if I drop out of school and I don't finish this degree, I'm not gonna be. Um, I don't even know what the opposite of content is. Uh, content like, I see it like content like satisfied. Yeah, so I wouldn't be unsatisfied with life if I didn't finish school, 
it's an achievement I want, but I'm still happy and content without it. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't know that. It sounds. It doesn't make sense to me. All right. Well, we're gonna go on to different questions because you don't like those. All right. These ones are kind of like a little bit deeper. They're not would you rather. They're just open-ended questions. Those are the ones I like. All right. Um, describe yourself in one word. I don't like these. <laughs> <laughs> uh, describe yourself in one word. One word. Uh, badass. <laughs> no space. No space. <laughs> Compound word. Boom, boom. Uh, in one word. Complex. I don't know. That's hard. Describe yeah. yourself in one word. If you can do that, good on you. I can't. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Happy, maybe. Happy? Happy. All right. Happy and content. Happy and content. <laughs> Not making achievements. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a difficult one. I don't um, think you can. I don't think there's anybody that can describe themselves in one word. Sure, there is. Stupid. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, there are multiple words that you could use to describe yourself, but like when you just overall think about yourself, like what comes to mind like there has to be a word in your head that you just don't want to say aloud chill you are pretty chill mine will probably be like the first word that i thought of was anxious anxious <laughs> yeah like i have anxiety about so many things um i can't just like i don't think i've ever fully just been like no shit relaxed with like without any worries my head's always going like a thousand miles a minute that sucks <laughs> <laughs> like sometimes I I, yeah i don't know i wouldn't use anxious i anxious would go to when i think of anxious like it's just one word describing a person the person that comes up to me is your mom my mom's that yeah. would be like anxious she's something um yeah i don't know like I, I get what you're saying but i'll tell you so my brain's always like on go time it never like goes to pause so sometimes when you're just like sitting there and i'm like what are you thinking about and you're like nothing and i'm like what like you have to be thinking about something oh something like you just sit there and Zone out. Blank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've read a book about this before, like the the difference in the way men and women think. And it says that like sometimes men just really don't think about anything. But when it's very rare that you'll find a woman who can just turn her brain off and like not think about things. So here here's how. It is. So when I'm sitting there and I'm daydreaming, sometimes I'm daydreaming about something really cool um, or like new ideas 
but sometimes when I'm just there and it's like there's a blank, I'm literally thinking about nothing or I'm thinking about so much stupid, insignificant things that it's the equivalent of thinking about nothing. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not the equivalent. You're thinking about things. You just don't want to share those. Yeah, I'll be like, hmm, that chessboard is checkered. The flame is pretty bright. It's cool in here. Like, that's where my thoughts are going. So I'm literally, like, not thinking about – I'm thinking about something, but it's nothing of importance. It's just, it's just like, killing time, just, just relaxing. Like your brain is noticing things? Yes. <laughs> and that's, that's how like, my thought goes. And then sometimes it's literally just – it's like I'm asleep while I'm awake so without, I without you dreaming. So you what you're thinking about. <laughs> yeah. And that usually happens in the mornings. I'm going to expect more answers when I ask you that. Like, no, no what were you thinking about? And you're going to be like, the chair is brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like, I'll be like a cat. Like, I'm tracking this little fuzzy thing that's just flying in the air. Or like some dust particle that I can see for whatever reason because the light is shining just right. And I'm just whatever man <laughs> that's oh that's funny that's i don't life. remember what the overall question was that i asked because i scrolled away from it something about life uh, oh describe yourself in one word yeah yeah okay impossible if you can do it send me a message uh, email me something let me know that you can describe yourself in one word and I will tell you if you're full of there shit or if you're spot on <laughs> you can't just tell people that because you can't do something they're full of shit <laughs> sure I, I can. can't do it so you're it's, full of shit <laughs> it's my opinion but uh, all right um oh you know what the Dos Equis guy interesting interesting that's a good one <laughs> that's a good word he, that's it he's the only one that qualifies <laughs> all right uh when do you as a person feel most vulnerable Ooh, most vulnerable uh i feel most vulnerable now everybody's gonna attack me <laughs> you're throwing your secrets out yeah um i feel most vulnerable when I'm public speaking yeah yeah and I think that's common for a lot of people but uh although most of the time I can get away with it it's yeah I feel extremely vulnerable up there why uh I guess it's the sense of judgment yeah. That that I get from from like the crowd, um, you know, you see that one little laugh or that one person whispering something, and and it's it's all saying this dude's just full of shit. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, this is stupid. Oh. Do you feel that way when you teach? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. There's days where it's like oh, I don't give a shit. I'm like here's what i'm saying take it or leave it yeah. but then uh, a lot of time it's like oh, man they're just fucking like killing me in their heads right yeah i think that's what it is anyway i don't know 
I think I had that vulnerability when I first started, but after doing it for so long, I just, yeah, it doesn't bother me anymore. If I'm in front of, like, a really large crowd, that'll get me. Like, of people I'm not familiar with, or if I'm not super confident in the information I'm talking about, I'll feel that way. But not as much as I used to. Especially when I'm not confident in the information. Yeah. Um, When do I feel most vulnerable? Um, I think mine just plays more into like a societal thing, but it's when I'm with the kids by myself, like it's just me and the kids. And it's not that like, um, I don't think I can like care for the kids or protect them, but it's just when it's just me and the kids alone, I just feel like so much, so many more so many more, so many bad things could happen that would be out of my control just because of being a woman or being nighttime or whatever the case may be. Oh, you took so. it like physically vulnerable. Well, for me, yeah, like vulnerable can mean a bunch of different things. But okay. for me, like feeling vulnerable, that would be it. Yeah, I think just having the kids with you makes you feel vulnerable. Yeah. Um, because in all reality, there's there's very little that you can you can control. And, uh, I mean, I think about it all the time and it scares the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people like to convince themselves that they're in control so much when they're really not. Um, and I guess it, I feel like it gives them a a false confidence or a false sense of security that, um, everything's going to be fine no matter what. (laughs) Yeah. I, uh, and this just goes back into my word to describe me as anxious but if I go somewhere by myself I feel like I have more control over this situation than if I have the kids with me yeah because you don't have to worry about them yeah yeah so I don't know vulnerable I just that's a hard one for me because I feel vulnerable a lot Hmm. like um I don't know. I guess, yeah, my like you went, I guess, mentally vulnerable and I went physically vulnerable. So we just took it on different paths. I feel physically vulnerable um, when we go to sleep and my feet are not covered. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I just only can think of that meme now. <laughs> I wish everybody could see that meme. Um <laughs> What is it, like a stand that you put in the blankets and it has your feet uncovered? <laughs> and then it has it that has monster. Like the air coming. <laughs> monster approved. Uh, it was just funny because I, like, attacked your feet today. <laughs> You're like, what are you doing? Okay. Um, let's see. Y'all don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I sleep with my feet uncovered almost every night. That's a lie. No, it's not. I don't believe you. I'll cover like all the way up to my neck and I'm very, (laughs) I'm very vulnerable when my ears are uncovered (laughs) because I'm terrified of getting earaches, but I have to sleep with a fan blowing on my face. I'm just terrified of the monster getting to my face. So with my whole body covered and my ear covered, I get hot. So I uncover my feet 
But like my feet will be poking out, but then from ankles to ear I'll be covered. <laughs> you live dangerously. <laughs> I'm just saying if we're getting robbed and we have to jump out of the bed with your feet rolled up like a taco at the bottom of the bed, you're falling on your face and I'm gonna be out of the bed sprinting. Nope. Not happening. All right. Because you can't see anything. You got to put on your glasses. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. <laughs> you have to put on your glasses, too. Okay. Um, what? I think we've already asked this question. What is your favorite way to relax? Yeah, we did. No. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess. But it was like running to de-stress, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, apart from your appearance, what do you think the first thing that people notice about you is? <laughs> Look at that stupid motherfucker. <laughs> uh, notice about me, aside from appearance? Mm-hmm. Well. Mine's easy. It's just that I'm super loud. Super loud? Uh, I would say... Yeah, like uh, being very being reserved or quiet or shy, timid. What are you at the Saris? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying all the <laughs> shit that people would think about me. <laughs> I know dinosaur. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think mine is just that I'm loud. Because I'll be like, hey, at work. Even if I haven't met someone, I'll be like, hey, I'm sorry for being away, but they're like, yeah, we heard you <laughs> way over there across the room. So. Um, careful. All right. You be careful. Okay. Let's see. What do you like to spend money on? Video games. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Where does my money go to? Uh, places. Stuff I don't mind spending money on. Books, video games, uh, workout gear. Um, that's one thing where it's like, I, I don't care. Yeah. I'll, I'll spend money freely. Everything else is kind of like, you start price checking, then comparing prices yeah. and looking for better deals or whatever. Um, I think mine is just on traveling. Mm. Yeah. Like, I want to travel to a lot of places, and I don't mind spending the money, but it's like, we don't spend the amount of money that, like, I've pre-planned so many vacations that we haven't gone on. It's just like, oh, this would be fun, and then I'll go through all the steps of, like, checking hotels and flights and rental cars and attractions, but um, I wouldn't mind spending more money on travel and... Less money on other things, I think. Getting the most out of the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, this one says, what is the worst habit that you have? <laughs> I'm not giving away my secrets. <laughs> my worst habit is procrastination habit. Mm-hmm. Procrastination. Yeah. Procrastinating. Wayne... Waiting for the last minute to do stuff. Yes, you do that. That's factual. Yeah. 
just makes things more interesting. No, it doesn't. It does. It makes things stressful. Yeah. Um, I would say my worst habit is bottling things up and not like saying the things that I want to say. And then I'll finally like snap over something that doesn't really matter. That's some that's some uh emotional wellness. Yes. Uh, yes. I definitely could work on that habit. Obviously since it's my worst one. That's your wor- man, you go deep with these habits or, or with these questions. I'm just saying facts. I don't know. That's tough. You're like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. All right. Describe yourself in one word. I'm just kidding. God damn it. <laughs> All right. Curveball. Or the, the wild card. There's only one left. This is the last one. All right. Would you rather <laughs> walk in on your parents having sex? <laughs> Or have your parents walk in on you? Oh, easy. <laughs> have my parents walk in on me. <laughs> really? That'd I don't want to see that shit. Uh, I, luckily, it's never happened to me. I want to take my vow of celibacy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like both of those have not happened to me. Every time, and then if you guys listen to this, I just think it's funny, but um, every time... I just think of Jamito. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah, that's his story to share. I'll I'll let him tell it at some point. <laughs> but uh, It's funny either way. Yeah. You? Uh, yeah, I think um, have them walk in. I mean, it'd still be wildly uncomfortable, but I'd be like, hey, you're in my house, bro. But would we be in, in their house? Uh, <laughs> we're not going there. Or either either one house, would be uncomfortable. House. Yeah, they're both uncomfortable for sure, but I think you walking in on them would be a lot more uncomfortable and damaging, mentally damaging. <laughs> mentally <laughs> Yeah, I'm, oh, no, thank you. Get off my mama! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, Um, let's see. What is your favorite part of your body? Um, my favorite part of my body. It's a, it's a weird question to answer. Why? I don't know. It feels it feels very uncomfortable to answer that. I'm very uncomfortable Are answering that question. Are you vulnerable right now? Probably, yeah. That just that's weird. What's your favorite part of your body? Why? It's like you're being held at gunpoint and being like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like "All right, I'm taking your arm." No, 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 no. That's my favorite one. <laughs> that's please, my favorite please, one. Please, please no. Take the foot. Uh, favorite part of my body, my six pack that I don't have yet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Dallas, it. Dallas can hook you up. I know. 
the the six pack that's hidden somewhere under there. That's my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't think I have like a favorite part. Now I answered it, so you got to answer it too. Um. That's it's just a weird question, right? Um. I don't like my legs because they're super fat, so I never wear shorts. Maybe my lower legs, like knee down, <laughs> my knee down legs. Your middle toe. No. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's my favorite part. May- maybe my calves, my baby cows. Your baby cows. Yeah. I've never really like sat and dissected my body. To At, <laughs> ask me. I already did. At, no, ask me what's what's my favorite part of your body. Well, Your I, ass. <laughs> I already know the answer. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's your eyes and your smile. <laughs> you and your, can't and your, take gr- it And back. your great personality. <laughs> I'm glad that my personality was the last thing that you chose out of everything. I have this theory. Like, unless you meet somebody, no bullshit, even online it still works. Unless you meet somebody like Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan met each other through email and you've got mail. The first thing you're going to notice about something or somebody or the first thing that's going to attract you to somebody is their looks. But that wasn't the question. The question was, what was the favorite? And you were like, ass, eyes, smile, personality. That was your order. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're the worst. Hey, blame me if you wish. All right. Um, these ones are kind of deep, so we're just going to go oh, there let's after ass-eye smile. ass-eye smile. Ass-eye smile personality. <laughs> um, Asp. <laughs> what would you do if your partner became physically disabled? Ooh. Time to move on. (laughs) (laughs) So physically disabled as like quadriplegic? It doesn't say. Paraplegic. What's the difference? Paraplegic. Paraplegic is just two, I think. Where like you're you're paralyzed from the waist down and quadriplegic is the neck down, I think. Or like, yeah. I don't know. That's tough. People deal with that shit every day, mm-hmm. and uh, I, you know, I'd like to say like, hey, I would be the hero, and I would like live life perfectly, taking care of you, and doing all the things, and you know, get featured in magazines and stuff. And, but, uh, but you're just keeping to the curve. No, no, I'm not saying that <laughs> either. That's I just. I don't know how I would actually act, which nobody does until you're in that until you're in that situation. Freaking text. He didn't <laughs> like my answer. Um but yeah, I would definitely I would do everything I can possible to carry on with the relationship. Text. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, is he dreaming? I think so. Tex. He just wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah. Um. I'm the same. Like I, you, you think you would do everything possible, um. But it's just a hard situation to be in. Yeah. So you can't really. I mean, you can say like what you think you would do in that situation, but you can't accurately answer that unless you're in the situation. I think. Yeah, because. Uh. I don't know any numbers, but a lot of people go through that situation. And I would venture to say there's probably a smaller percentage that make the relationship work and, like, do all the things Mm -hmm. than the people that say, you know what, fuck it, I quit. Um, I did what I could. You're on your own. Or I'm leaving you to whatever family you have left or somebody somebody else to take care of you. Yeah, it's just I don't Which know. Which sucks, that's but that's you. probably. I'm assuming I could. We can look it up later, but I'm assuming that's the reality. Yeah. I I would venture to guess more people go towards the quitting than to making it work. I would say, just based on like having no knowledge, just throwing out my own opinions and guesses, I would say it vastly depends on. The insurance you have and the amount of money you have. Yeah. Because definitely. if you can pay for people to take care of your spouse in the day-to-day, like help them shower, help them use the restroom, you still work, like there's somebody there with them all the time, I think you have a better chance of making a relationship work than if like you can't go to work because you're the sole care provider and you can't afford to pay for yeah. anything else and um, I think that it would just put such a strain on life in general. But, I mean, yeah. But even, oh, man, that's a fucked up situation. Yeah. Like, even if you do have all the money, with like, it's not an issue. The health care is provided. Money is not an issue. It would still be hard. Like, to where you can just focus on the relationship, it would still be extremely difficult because, like, what do you, where do you go from there? Yeah. Ah, that's that's a fucked up one. That makes you like think about all the people that have gone through that shit. And yeah, I just uh, yeah, that's a hard one. All right, I'm gonna move on because that's a deep one. Um, what are you most sentimental about? Most sentimental about. Uh, the kids, I guess, like in general, as a generalization, the kids. Same. Uh, it's easy because like all their pictures and all the knickknacks that they make and like decorates my truck and my wallet and, and whatever. <gasps> there he goes again. Yeah. He's, he's sleeping and the girls are doing flips upstairs, so it doesn't help and the cats are... It's the cats, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, it's because they're... They're chasing flips. each other. No, Tex thinks that somebody's knocking on the door. Oh, yeah. That's probably true. All right. What's the most dangerous or thrill-seeking thing you would consider doing? Skydiving. Yeah? Yeah. 
Why skydiving? That's, that's uh, I don't know if it's the most dangerous. But, like, all that shit, like, skydiving, um, bungee jumping, white water rafting, all, all those things. Yeah. I would cons- consider doing them. Will I ever get around to doing them? I would like to say I yes, I hope so. Yeah. But I don't know if I actually do it. I get scared. So, like, I, if... I made the commitment, hey, I'm going skydiving. What the hell is that? Oh, it's my phone. Like, oh. touching the cord and making a weird noise. I'm I'm afraid of something going wrong, and I end up leaving you guys behind. Yeah. Like, that's the fear, leaving you guys behind. And, of course, that could happen with anything, just, like, with what we've talked about in the past, like, whatever but skydiving pushes those odds a little bit higher not in your favor yeah um increases odds it increases the odds yes yeah, for sure That's um, i, I want to do all of those adrenaline things like those things just there's something i want to to do like I want to skydive I want to bungee jump um I want to go deep sea scuba diving um and I would say that's probably the most dangerous thing that I want to do because you have to like take classes and get certified and learn how to breathe on oxygen you could there's so many things that could go wrong in that situation but it's also an experience that I would love to have so no doubt the experience would be cool as shit I don't know if I'm willing to risk scuba diving. You won't even go regular scuba diving. So you for sure wouldn't go deep water scuba diving. Yeah. Because there's too much shit that can kill you down there. There's too much shit that can kill you up here. Well, yeah, but you have a fighting chance. I can run. I can duck. I can dodge. I can fight back. What you is can't, this dodgeball? You, you can't do that shit. <laughs> in, you can't do that shit in the water. You yeah. going to juke a shark? Maybe. No. Punch it in the nose like a dolphin That, that shit is fall. You cannot generate enough power to punch a shark. Because the shark's swimming fast. So you just have to have your fist and let it swim in. You know how you have to be lined up perfectly at the per. You know how big their mouths are? They would just eat your arm off is yes. where I'm going. <laughs> like, not even your arm. You're you. They would eat you. You'd go into their mouth. And while you're neck you deep in its jaws, you could try to punch its nose. <laughs> all right somehow you got lucky you it was can't just ge- a joke you can't generate enough power to punch a shark in- but i've heard that's a real thing like punch a shark it straighten the nose and they'll uh, maybe if you have a paddle think, or something i think but. that comes more from like if you're On a boarding raft. or surfing and a shark comes up and you're like not fully submerged in like scuba diving water yeah you know like if you're paddling on a surfboard and a shark comes up to you you have the advantage because you're out of the water on the board you got no advantage i mean that shark decides you have more of an advantage (laughs) than if you were completely submerged in water no i get Um, you but i'm just and like that comes from when dolphins get sharks off they take their nose and they just jam it into sharks right and the shark will leave them alone. So people are like, just punch them like how a dolphin like noses them. 
I'm going for the eyes. Ugh. All right. Um. Hold on, I just had a good question. I lost it. Oh. All right. What question do you most want an answer to from people that you just met? <laughs> what? Uh. That's a tough one. I think because most people are different. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the... Like if somebody came up to you and you could just ask them any question they had to give you the answer, what would your question be? Um... What? Oh, how, how did... This is a good one. I would like to know, maybe this is me just being like very intrusive. I don't know if that's the right word or disrespectful, but I would want to know not what they did for a living, their income. Just like when people, you first meet them? Yeah, their total income. That's so judgmental. That's you see. Really that's why I don't want to say it because it it seems judgmental. How much money do you make? But let's let's <laughs> let's dig into this a little bit. Yeah, how much? What's your income like? Right? Because there's some people that they have very high incomes, but it doesn't seem that way. They don't show it. Right? And there's some people that it looks like they live extravagantly. Is that a word? Yeah. Uh, they have an extravagant lifestyle with very little income. And so... But what does that tell you about a person? It tells me a lot. Like if you have an extravagant lifestyle and... Well, not a lot. It, a little bit. This is what I take from it. If you have an extravagant lifestyle, but you're like... You barely have your nose above water. Yeah. You're more... You're clearly more... You want to impress people more than you care about your well-being or your future. Like you'd rather impress people, but if you have somebody, but it could be the other way too. So you make a high income and you like to show it cool. Like you can support that lifestyle, right? So if you have somebody, if somebody has a high income, then it leads into, well, what do you do for a living? How'd you get to that? Like, teach me your ways. Give me some, like there's a lot of nuggets. Yeah. There's a lot of nuggets that you can pull from those people. Um, And even from the people that are, extravagant lifestyle but can barely support it there's still always something to learn from them as well yeah right like that that's me if you that's the one question if you have to be honest about it what's your what's your income that's crazy and i i wish that was a more um non-judgmental question or i wish that wasn't as rude as it comes off as yeah like i remember talking to like some people are are perfectly fine with talking about their finances yeah and i wish that was the case more um because i think one of the big things that uh that screwed me up was like how we talked we never talked about finances but the way finances were looked at when i was growing up so the way my family handled their finances and the way they looked at everything it didn't set me up as best as it could i don't know if i'm explaining myself right no you did um 
rather than like hey trying to teach the kids from a younger age like <clears throat> good financial habits and like this is good this is bad this is better whatever <clears throat> yeah um and then people just in general having uh <clears throat> conversations on finance and learning from each other because you have people that talk about that shit oh well i can i can teach like i got this i got that but in reality like i'm seventy thousand dollars in debt and yeah. i if i lost my That's job hard. today like i'm homeless yeah right um i forgot where i was going with this i lost my train of thought but oh yeah so i, I wish talking about finance was more of a regular conversation and not seem like judgmental or faux pas is that um because i was talking to somebody and they were like there's only two things i won't talk about uh with anybody because it's just it's bad politics and finance and i was like what the fuck or like personal finances i was like ah okay i guess like whatever there's a stigma on it like i don't think i just think it leads you into unnecessary judgments um when you know what people's finances are like because maybe they do live an extravagant lifestyle and this will like lead into what i what my question would be but maybe they do live an extravagant lifestyle with low income but they're doing it for a reason like they grew up homeless so when they get money they want things because they've never had them i i get that but i mean that that would be that conversation that goes into the conversation that comes after like what's your income oh but this is what you have but you're barely making this much well like give me your side of the story yeah or why like if you feel like that's okay more power to you like if you're good with that you're happy with that fine cool just i would like to know your reasoning yeah um but I, and, and i see also like some people just like my finances are private maybe because i don't want to become a target or something like that i get that but yeah. that's just me being being curious and wanting to i guess just learn more or have other perspectives maybe yeah yeah so mine would be like um i don't even know how to like phrase the question to ask it appropriately but it would be something along the lines of like what is your mental state right now Ooh. like do you are you in a place where you're drowning and you need help but you don't know how to ask are you like super mentally strong and you have all these techniques to like get through and um be self-aware and do all these things. But I think that's a question that has a bad stigma on it. That if you answered that when you met people, you would be able... So many more people would be able to reach out and ask for help. Or you'd be able to help them. That's true. But, oh man, that that's tough. Because imagine who... Like when we first moved here and we met the neighbors... <laughs> And we were like, say we weren't in a good place. And we were like, hey, hi, I'm Cruz. Uh, the other day, I was thinking about killing myself. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, like, whoa, oh, hey, nice to meet you. Welcome to the neighborhood. 
I might have some resources for you. <laughs> yeah. That's it, it's good to know to help those people, but that's right off the bat. Uh yeah, I would I just I would like to know. I I would say I'd like to know that with my friends. Pe- or people then it wouldn't be people you just met. Yeah, that's that's what I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nope, that would be mine. I'm not changing it. Damn. <laughs> that's You're like I don't like it. Yeah, I because that's hard because then <laughs> if somebody with real like uh, serious problems comes up to you and you just met them, you're almost obligated to make sure that they end up well. But do you think the people who would get to that point would be reduced because they had to talk about their mental state. Wait, wait, wait. Let's say that again. So the people who would come up to you and be like, I was thinking about killing myself yesterday. Do you think that the number of those people would be significantly reduced because when you talk to people, you had to talk about your mental state? So if they had to, like, answer that question honestly to everybody they met yeah because that just gets more people to open up like the stigma would be a way you know what i mean it would be a question that was that's frequented so the amount of people who would be harassed i mean you would still have like the one-offs like my mom died this morning yeah like oh why are you at your company dinner (laughs) like those situations but i think the I don't know. I just, I've talked to people and had conversations with them. And then later in the conversation, someone else will tell me like, oh, um, they're having a really bad day because X, Y, or Z. And you're like, never would have known it. Yeah. Right. And so I just, I think it would, I would like to see that question answered more often. I mean, yeah, I definitely think that it, it should be talked about more. Uh, but as a introduction, I don't know. I'm all for That's it. Tough. You know what's a stigma that shouldn't be a stigma that should go away? Farting. What? <laughs> I'm tired of holding my farts in. I don't. <laughs> Sorry. Know how I'm we just... got here? I don't think it's a stigma because it's farting. I think it's a stigma because nobody wants to smell your ass. That's true. Nobody does. That'd be like saying the stigma of shitting with the door closed. Just shit with the door open then. It should. I just don't want to hold my farts anymore. Lord. (laughs) All right. You ever seen that that video of the the thermal camera? Yeah. Looking at people. (laughs) Oh, my. It's the grossest thing ever. It's just fart particles flying. (laughs) How did we get here? Okay. What weird thing stresses you out more than it should? <laughs> uh, the whole thing, your farts. The whole, yeah. <laughs> That's physical stress, and it's real. <laughs> um, <laughs> imagine being in the courtroom, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be great. And then just the judge just carrying on. <laughs> Uh, the thing that weirds me out. Um, what weird thing stresses you out more than it should? More than it should. Uh, so 
we've talked. I think we've talked about this before. The trypophobia thing. So like the cluster of holes. Oh yeah. Or like even today the, um, the deer head. That, yeah. That Jake and and Chase were were cleaning out, yeah. and you look under it and like where the neck go goes and. And then the teeth, they just look fucking weird and they, it like grossed me out and made me real uneasy. Um, and I think it was like a form of trypophobia, that stuff. Yeah. I wish it didn't, but it, it does. And it, But I can't help but look at that stuff. Yeah, like it draws your attention even though you don't want to. Yeah, and it just, the, the feeling that I get is, it's weird. It's just like the uneasy feeling. Um it's not grossed out because it's not like it makes me gag or want to throw up or something. And it's not fear. Um, it's just uneasiness. I don't, I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, what weird thing stresses me out more than it should? Um, I want to sound like a psycho when I say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, fuck. So, um... Sometimes my brain will go into like hyperdrive. And so it's just firing on all cylinders and my brain's going really fast. But I'll get stressed out that my brain's going so fast and I'll try to do things slowly to calm my brain down. But it doesn't work. And so I'm like a ball of stress and my brain is going and my body like can't compute to as fast as my brain is working. Like do what slow? Like, move slowly? So, I'll give you an example, because this just happened to me the other day. And this doesn't happen all the time, but when it does, and it's a weird thing, and I just get stressed out. But the other day, I had a coffee, and as I was drinking my coffee, I started working on a puzzle that we have at the house that we're working on together. And as I was going through the puzzle pieces, like, my brain was 10 steps ahead of where I was at. It's like, like going through all the pieces, trying to like fit pieces where they go. And it was almost like my body was just moving so fast, trying to keep up with the way my brain was. But I was getting so stressed out that I started like doing very focused movements. And, but my brain was still like in hyperdrive. I don't know. It's weird, but it's almost like I can't calm my body down to make my brain calm down and I'll be super stressed out. You got a superpower and you don't even know it. Or you don't know how to control it yet. <laughs> I hope not. I don't want to be. Or able. maybe you're like the guy in Beautiful Mind. I don't know what that is. You never seen a Beautiful Mind? The oh. super genius mathematician who's just like when he's not on the pill that uh, he's like uh, schizo. Oh, I probably am a schizo. <laughs> Not that you're a schizo. <laughs> but he's like all over the place with numbers and shit. Uh, and his his mind is just thinking hundreds of steps ahead. That's how that's how I feel sometimes. And it just hits me out of the blue. Like I'll be at work and I'll just be grading papers or something. And as I'm trying to grade those papers, it's like, I'm looking at the answer key to see the answers to number one and two. But instead of my brain just focusing on one and two to look at the grade sheet to see if they put the same answers, my brain will be trying to see like one through six. And I have to really focus like, no, I'm not going to look at anything except one and two 
and then I will move on. What if that's um, what's it called? ADHD. ADHD. I'm pretty sure I have it. Like no shit, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD. You'd get some Ritalin, man. But uh, you know, just, you know what it is. You just you need to retire. We'll take a trip to Colorado. You just need to get high. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. <laughs> but it's like, um, even though I'm still functional and I can somewhat control it to the point where it doesn't affect like how I operate in my day to day, it's just unnecessary stress that that I don't need to have about something that's real dumb. You do give yourself a lot of unnecessary stress. It's almost like I stress myself out about a bunch of things and then all at once my body can't take it anymore so it has to like do a fucking massive purge of all the things I'm stressed out about. That makes sense. Alright. Moving on because I feel like a crazy person. So, Ritalin, Zedix, weed. (laughs) You just trying to make me comatose. I'm I'm a doctor over here. Fucking diagnosing shit left and right. Prescribing stuff. All right. When do you feel like you're really in your element? Ooh. Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Not not as much anymore because I'm I'm old and and becoming just old. Like old. <laughs> so it's hard. So not as much anymore, but that's like that's when I really feel like I shine. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, uh, fi- physical activities. Yeah. I guess. That yeah, I I can see that with you. Like, you need me to move a shitload of bricks? I got you. I'll do it quickly, efficiently. Yeah, I would say mine is uh the opposite. So mental. Like when it's somebody needs something done, like teaching or helping somebody understand something i really feel like i'm in my element in those um i guess just like imparting knowledge on people that i have already or being able to see something and like quickly understand it and help people understand it yeah uh yeah i would say the other thing was football yeah but you said sports so yeah well i mean playing or like physical activities, but <clears throat> as far as like knowledge wise, I think football is probably my strongest. Yeah, yeah, you have like a lot of, uh, I don't want to say useless, but just a lot of useless I, football knowledge. I do have a lot of useless football <laughs> not because so not just like strategies and and like positions and whatever stats statistics. Players, a lot of that shit takes up so much room in my brain, and I can't get rid of it, and I just want more. I feel that way about song lyrics. Yeah. Like, if I could take all the song lyrics that I knew and just erase them from my brain, I would have so many brain bites open up. Yeah. But, yeah, like, sometimes I'll be like, what are you doing? And you're, like, reading stats for the Browns. Why? Who cares? Yeah. I mean, you care, but like I don't. I, if I could get a job just like researching stats or calculating stats for football, for football players in teams, uh, 
that'd be it'd probably be, be a dream. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz now like there's so many stats on so many different aspects of the game it gets a little bit ridiculous. But when you start totaling stats for uh like their specific position, that's the stuff that I like. Or like when it comes to to wins and Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Do two more. So I'll ask this one and then I'll find one more to like end us on. But this one says, how well do you function under a lot of pressure? It depends. Yep. It depends. uh, Under a lot of pressure. It depends on what kind of pressure it is. What do you mean? Uh, So, like, going back to sports, uh, you know, crunch time and, you know, when there's a lot of pressure or or whatever. I I think I was pretty good at dealing with it. Uh, Let's see. Pressure, like, deadlines. I guess meeting the deadline would be considered, like, pressure, right? Yeah. I think I do well at that. Just. Yeah, but you procrastinate until the (laughs) last minute. But yeah, and the pressure's on, but I get the the job done. However, yeah, I think I thrive under pressure. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's in the beginning. I'll be stressed out a lot just until I can get my thoughts out and like come up with a plan, but. When it's, like, go time, like, you have two hours to do this, I just, I'll knock it out, like, quick and just get it done. Um, If it's something, like, you have a week to do this, I wouldn't really call that under pressure for me because there's so much time, whereas some people, like, a week-long deadline is a very stressful situation for them. Um, mine is like when somebody comes in, they're like, I need an answer to this in 30 minutes, figure it out. Like, oh shit. It's like, that's crunch time for me. But, um, so the example that I give is when I was deployed and I had to, to make the call whether aircraft could land at a, an enemy airfield. And I had less than two hours to, pull all the statistics, um, attacks on the airfield, the safety of our airplane, the safety of the guys on the ground, and put all that together and literally give my the command my commander the choice, like, should we land here, shouldn't we? And what time frame do we have to land there and be safe? So uh, I got all the information, I called the shots, but um, I was a nervous wreck the entire time that mission happened until... We figured out go or no going. It's a high risk yes. situation. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think I would have done as well in that situation. I mean, I was, I was stressed out, but the work I did was solid because I just thrive in those situations. Like I know, um, there's just a lot going on, and and sometimes you're the only one who can, who can put all that together. All the intel. Yeah. All the intel's. But, I mean, even with, like, um, just if it's not work, you know, if it's 
maybe I forget that I (laughs) didn't forget, but maybe I just remembered in the very last minute that I had a homework assignment due and I have to knock out like a paper or discussion post or something really fast. Uh, I, I can knock out good work, um, in that pressure zone. All right. Last question. This one's going to start a fight. All right. What's our greatest strength as a couple? (laughs) (laughs) Our greatest strength as a couple. Oh, man. It seems like uh, it would be an arrogant answer. What's your answer? Nope, ask you. No, you first. Ladies first. Our greatest strength as a couple. Our greatest strength as a couple. Um. I was waiting to see what you said. <laughs> I'm putting it on you. Um. I don't know. That's. I think we have a lot of strengths as a couple. But one of the greatest ones I would say is just um, just being able to overcome pretty much anything that that we faced. Uh, that's yeah, that's what I thought about most. Yeah. Um, yeah, just being able to continue to press on. Yeah. And like handle shit as it comes but keep moving forward yeah because i mean there it's sometimes just so easier just to be like hey this is this is it but just as a couple to be able to go through the hard times go through the good times go through the times where we don't even know what tomorrow is going to hold but still stick through it to Stay married, stay as a couple. I I would say to me would be our our greatest strength. But are you saying you don't love me, but you're staying with me? That's not what I. <laughs> s- <laughs> that's not what I said. Y'all heard it. <laughs> that's what you said. No, I just um. It does like I think there are times when, like you can love someone, with with everything, but the easy choice is to just walk away. Um, but to not do that, to actually go through the hard times to like stick it out and make the choice. Like, no, like I'm committed to this relationship, to making everything work. Um, I think that would, that's something that we've done well. Yeah. Yeah. Continuing on. Um, even with all the shit that we've been through, and uh, I hear from, you know, the very few people that have been married for a long time. It's like, it, it is easier to just, you know, call it quits. And most people do give up on like that first, uh, like real hardship. It's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Um. But it's, I, I guess it's. 
it's better, more reward. I don't know. I don't know what the right word is. Uh, when you see it through. Yeah. I so agree. Continue to push forward uh, while trying to make it better. Not just, like, grind it out. Yeah. Because if you, I don't know, like, if you say, yeah, our greatest thing as a couple is to overcome hardships, but you overcome them by ignoring them or um, just, I guess, saying, like, oh, yep, like, we don't have any issues, so it's easy for us to stay together. I don't think that holds up the same as, like, a a greatest strength of your of your relationship. Yeah. Uh, I'll call bullshit on anybody that says they don't have any issues. Yeah. Uh, everybody's got issues, but, I mean, you you have to make the choice to work through them and continue on. And, I mean, the flip side on that, both parties have to decide that. Like, yeah. if it's just one side working, then uh, that's, I don't yep. know. I don't know if that's impossible or might as well call it quits. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that's our strength. Yeah. I agree. You got to take the hits and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Fucking Rocky. Every Rocky? time. Yeah. Ugh. Get it, Rocky. Love it. So, yeah, we, we've <laughs> taken hits. We've, we, we continue to move forward. Uh There'll probably be a shitload of other hits. For sure. So it's been ten years this year. Yeah. Oh fuck. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years of marriage. We'll, yep. Yeah, we'll hit ten years in July. Fuck. It's a long time. Yikes. It's a third of my life. A third of my life that we've been married. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. I've been meaning to talk to you. <laughs> just kidding. So, what our strength was is you we're good might friends. <laughs> get a letter in the mail. Are you saying you don't love me? <laughs> Y'all heard it here. <laughs> you can't flip it on me. All right. All right. That's a Oh man, that was uh that was different to end it like that. Not the relationship, not the marriage, <laughs> the show. The podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was crazy. Uh, all right. Ass, eyes, smile, personality. Ass, eyes, smile, personality. <laughs> that is the key to love. That is that is the key to oh my. to marriage. <laughs> Grab the ass. Look her in the eyes. Have a big old smile. Uh. Figure out your love language. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, All right. Say line. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts. I repeated it. All right. We'll see you all next week. Later. Later. <laughs> <laughs>